1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, uh, this one is basically just going to be a recap of the Chris Ballard press conference that we saw from earlier today. Uh, I didn't end up getting to actually watch it live. I was at work and was unable to be on my phone during that time. But I know Cody also had a live reaction to it Uh, We didn't stream it actually live, but he did do a live stream recording his reaction to the presser. So if you guys haven't checked that out, I highly encourage you to go check it out. But I rewatched the presser twice, actually, and went back to try to get some notes and a couple different things here to try to break down everything that I felt was important in all of this. I did, I'm not covering every aspect of this presser. Not going to do that. It was a 40 minute presser. It's still live out there on everywhere else. So if you guys want to go rewatch the whole thing, I encourage you to go do that. Or even on our channel, we we streamed that live, so you can go do that. But I just wanted to talk about a few specific points that were brought up that I thought are very important. Ballard started with this. It was the first thing that he said. Was that I failed. You know, I failed a lot of people. And, you know, that was something that, you know, everyone knows it and he knows it as well. And he comes out and he accepts it. And I think it was very important because, you know, especially throughout the whole presser, when talking about, you know, a lot of the things that were very discouraging about this team and how it performed this year. Ballard did not shy away from it, stated that, you know, it does fall on his shoulders. He stated that he was disappointed and where the team was at now and said that ultimately it falls on his shoulders, you know, with how the coaching went down, with how the players went down from a personnel standpoint, all, all of these things, you know, Ballard took responsibility, took accountability, for the bad things that were happening, I felt that again he did a good job of embracing it. We've said, and we'll kind of re- get back into a little bit of what Ballard's like later in this in this video. But you know, there, he talked about the criticism and and uh, the doubt amongst the fan base and everything else, and how it's warranted. There's been a lot of times where you know Ballard has come off, you know cocky very cocky at times uh stubborn which i'm going to get to at some point later on in the video and sometimes it almost is a little bit of arrogance and you know at times you need to be that way you know when you're when you're in a situation sometimes you need to be that way in order to you know come across as if you know what you're doing and you know there there wasn't arrogance and cockiness and things of that nature in this presser he realized that a lot of the things that went wrong with this team fall on his shoulders you know it's it felt like a different chris ballard than what we had seen basically over the last 6 or 7 months we we've seen a very different chris ballard so it did feel good to see you know that he mentioned this and took accountability for it but As we know, actions are going to speak louder than words, right? So how he responds to those words, like how does he go into this offseason? How does he attack this? How does he change it, right? That's what the important thing is for this going forward. Uh, One of the first things, and for this list, guys, this wasn't all in order. Uh, Just a few things that popped up in my head and I was trying to talk about it at random. So. Uh, you know, nothing too crazy here, but, uh, the first thing that they did talk about with Chris Ballard was the fact that, uh, you were talking about like, what were some of the mistakes that you made Ballard? Like, what was some of the mistakes of this team? And Or, and he mentioned, you know, the instability at quarterback, you know, the going on with, you know, several different quarterbacks, right? Phillip rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, you know, after Andrew Luck had been gone You know, he said that that has just not worked for them. And it's been a a rift in the team. Uh, Mentioned that, you know, the offensive line was a big issue with it going forward. And, you know, he's definitely right that the offensive line was a big issue early on. And the quarterback being uh, the quarterback carousel movement that has been happening with this team has certainly made it difficult for this offense to get into a kind of rhythm that they want to be in. Uh, and then the big topic, right? Everybody wanted to know, like, hey, you know, they asked him, you know, what is it about the quarterback, right? What, what are you going to do with the quarterback? They asked him several times, you know, what about that fourth pick and what Ballard might do, what he thinks of the quarterbacks, all of these things. And somebody asked him, like, you know, if the if the quarterback that you want is there at number one, would you uh, trade the heavens to go and get him? It, you know, it, it was it was weird because it was very quick, very, uh, very emphasized by Ballard that you know he said I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Uh, we know that Ballard has not been a guy to trade up, and we know he's not been a co- guy to trade up and go and get a quarterback for a bunch of different reasons. But this is the kind of thing where. You know, I think he understands, and we mentioned this before. We talked about how, you know, with him and Jim Ursay, it may be at a point where Ursay has told him, hey, you know, like this is your last shot here. I, I, I don't want to keep going back into this problem every year with the quarterback. So it's time to go and get the future, right? Uh, but he also did stop to mention the right quarterback. Right, It's the same thing that we hear from Ballard every year, right? It's not about just getting a guy. It's about getting the guy. That's the emphasis that Ballard is still sticking to that. You know, we, I can go and get a quarterback in this year's draft, but if I don't get the right one, then you guys will come back after me and say, why did you trade for that guy? Right? So it's, it, He understands that it is a moment where they need to find that quarterback, but they also need to make sure that they find the right guy because they can't just get any guy because it's just not going to work out if they just get any guy. They want to find the guy, right? Uh, He also declined to answer if Matt Ryan would remain on the roster. They talked. He said he talked with Matt Ryan yesterday, Talked with him a little bit about what's going on, but didn't answer to say that he knows Matt Ryan's going to be on the roster. And we've talked about this for many, many off seasons, how, you know, the attitude changes with how they approach things. They wanted Phillip rivers back, but Carson Wentz, they did not vouch for him. Matt Ryan, they're not vouching for him right now. Uh, saying again, saying good things about him, but are not wanting to say that they want him. And I'm probably going to make a video at some point saying why the Colts should get rid of him. Um, and we'll, we'll, I'll save that for another video, but, um, but again, he mentioned how, uh, and I'll, and I'll mention this at another time, but, and the next thing that he talked about after, you know, some of the mistakes that were made about the quarterback situation over the last year or so, uh, he talked about the offensive line and you know Ballard really came into this, and I gave i he gave a great answer as to anyone that's not blinded with hate would understand where Ballard's coming from with this is that he thought the continuity with the o line would be better than what it was. He thought that the same thing that a lot of Colts fans, including myself, thought this at the beginning of the last year where he mentioned. You know, we had three solid guys in Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly, and Quentin Nelson, right? Three really good guys on that roster. And he thought that with, even if he had to replace a couple of those guys, he felt that the guys he currently had on the roster, he felt that with those three, they would be able to gel. A little better. You know, they'd be able to absorb a, a few no- things about the knowledge and be able to pick up their play and, you know, be able to just work better within the unit because 60% of the offensive line was put together very well already. And it clearly did not work that way. Obviously, not until the end of the season when the Indianapolis Colts offensive line was actually starting to play relatively well. Uh, but you know he owned up to it he said that listen I, it was it was you know a bad it was bad decision making on my part i messed up i thought it would be better it just didn't turn out to be that way and i can totally get that uh he said that he's going to continue to be the motto of building the trenches and i absolutely agree you know you need to continue to do that you need to keep building there because if you don't then uh you know it's going to be very interesting, but he did mention about Bernard Ryman and how impressed he was with how Bernard has handled this season. And he thinks that he can make things go better. Uh, one thing I really liked hearing, uh, Ballard mention was he talked about the turnover ratio this year for the Colts and how, you know, they were dead last in red zone percentage, uh, offensively. And he talked about it You know, we kind of ask the coaches a little bit about this every year or we keep bringing it up how the Colts just under Frank Reich's, especially just never seemed to be good in the red zone and how, when it came to turnovers and things, uh, especially this year, I mean, the Colts were minus 13 in turnover ratio and they were the worst team in the NFL at red zone percentage. So you know, for Ballard to understand this and to figure this out and knowing that's what a new coach is going to have to figure out. That's great to hear from the aspect that, you know, he understands what the weaknesses are with this team, turning the ball over and, you know, not being effective in the red zone. We need to find somebody that can make it do better in those categories and keeping those guys from, uh, to do better. Right. Uh, Went on to say that, you know, the number one thing right now is finding the right head coach. You know, guys were talking about, you know, what is this? What is this? What's your approach on this? Well, you know, the number one thing right now that is on everyone's mind is trying to get the right head coach in the building, and that's what's the main priority right now. Uh, did mention that Saturday will be a candidate. Again, that's candidate. It's not the fact that he's going to be... uh prioritized over anyone but he's he's a candidate right now and uh a couple other things talked about how Ursay lets me do my job that's the big one uh talked about how you know they have great discussions and that he loves working for Jim Ursay and that Ursay allows me to do my job which I, I think is a good thing I, I'm glad that you know we've been talking about it over the last basically the the half the season that, you know, Ursay has been, you know, seems to be the one taking over on everything. And I'm sure that's been eating away at Ballard for a while. So I'm sure he's glad to address it. Uh, again, just sounds like a really good explanation there. Uh, then talking about some of the other things that went wrong this season, he just said, we are not good enough. Uh, and that players need to start playing to standard and that, You know, he needs to do a better job. Uh, It's a different mindset, it feels like, for Chris Ballard, right? Where he he said multiple times over the last several years that, you know, guys are playing really well. And that, you know, these certain groups don't need help, even though we say that they do. And, you know, it it felt like a different mindset from Ballard. uh, Understanding that things are not good. Right. Things are not good anymore, Ballard. Like things are not good. You're going the wrong direction. And I think he fully understands that. And that's what's great about it. Um, a couple other quotes. You know, he talked about uh, I have to do my job better. Uh, I have to grow. I've been stubborn for a lot of time. And that's, you know, been something I need to work on. Uh, It's great to hear him mention these things, because, again, like I said, the personality of Ballard has never been to, you know, tell people he may say it, but he's not going to acknowledge that it's a problem. But now he is saying, like, I need to do my job better. I need to do a better job of making this team better. And, you know, he talked about the uh, the hiring of of Jeff Saturday in the midseason and what kind of role he had in that. He actually mentioned how he voiced his concern about bringing uh, Saturday in because of the fact that not because he despised who he was hiring, but the fact that the team was fragmented at that time. The team was not looking good, and and Saturday was coming into a situation where there's going to be a lot of problems, and he said, I'm, I'm going to make sure that we can uh, try to get him in the best situation possible. But it clearly just didn't work out for a lot of different reasons. But he said that, you know, I felt bad for to put Saturday in that situation, and that, again, falls on his shoulders. Um, one thing I did notice, and... I kept talking about right how things are going to change right and how there seems to be a different mindset with Ballard and how he may approach this offseason because things are, you know, not as good as what he might think it is now. Um and he said that, you know, he he has said things about the quarterback and how, you know, he would do a lot to make sure that he gets the right quarterback in here. And it feels like there's just a different ballard, right? Like knowing the circumstances. But he also mentioned uh and growth and how they do things, but he also sounded like he wouldn't change his aggression or his approach to how he does things in free agency. You know, he was asked about you know how a lot of people call him conservative and how he uh approaches free agency and whatnot, right? And he went into detail of talking about how, you know, I don't know if that's true very much. Cause you know, we traded for Buckner, we traded for Wentz, you know, and we traded for Ryan. Now those may not have been, you know, they may not have worked out. Some of them may not have worked out, but they still are things that he's done. And, you know, he talks about, uh, the, the, the trading for Yannick and signing Stefan and a couple other things. Um, I do think he has a little bit of a point. I do think he has become a little bit more aggressive recently, especially, but again, the aggression that he has, you know, put into certain positions or into players at certain positions and they've not worked out is something that's a little bit concerning. And you question on whether or not he's going to change his approach to how he handles those situations Uh, I still have my doubts, but we'll see, you know, it's the first thing that needs to happen is getting the right head coach of the building and we'll see what Ballard and Ursay end up doing with that decision. Uh, one of the last few things right here that I'll mention, uh, Ballard said no other place than Indy that he would rather be right now. And he says, I want to make it right for Indy. Uh, given the circumstances of where they are now, he says, we've earned the spot that we're at. And as much as I don't like that, that's where we're at. And he says, I want to make it right for Indy to try to make things better. And uh, I I can appreciate it. And he mentions how there will be change Uh, several times. Kept talking about changes, you know, new things coming to this organization. So We'll see what that entails, but that's going to do it for this video, guys. That was a couple of the talking points, some of the bigger talking points about this group of guys and what Ballard said is going to happen through the offseason and how in his recap of the season in general. Um, again, I would encourage you guys to go and watch Cody's presser, uh, the reaction to the presser earlier today, if you want to get a recap on that. And Again, if you want to watch it just for yourself, you can watch it on, you know, anywhere the Colts social media's are. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let me know your thoughts on Ballard's presser and what your thoughts were on this. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts.